This is episode one of Life in a Leo. Thanks for joining us today. Hi there, today's guest is Candy Dengrove, my mom and the founder of Rebecca's Mom Leotards, one of the leading leotard companies here in the USA. She's been in business for 25 years and we're here to discuss life in a Leo and all things gymnastics. So let's get started with the show. Let's see. So Candy, why don't you um, first tell us uh, how you got into gymnastics, how you started making leotards, and um, basically, you know, where Rebecca's mom leotards came from? Um, well, I used to make uh, leotards for you, <laughs> and <laughs> people would ask me if I would make a leotard for them, and of course I said no, and out of necessity I started Rebecca's mom leotards, and um, basically we started very, very small with just a yard here and a yard there that I had stashed away, and some of the girls would come over and just choose their print, and, and we would make them. And uh, we grew from there, little by little. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I remember you making, like, all my leotards and definitely having a plethora of leotards I collected through the years as a result. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so speaking of a plethora of leotards, you know, I definitely remember my favorite leotards. There was one you did for Jeanette Antolin that was on the cover of Technique magazine that was just, like, really different for the time. And um, I was the only other person that had that same leotard. So I know for me that was one of my favorites. It was really unique and special, um, that blue and silver, and it had the mesh. And so it was it was cool. Do you have a favorite leotard that you ever did? And what, what made it memorable or what makes it memorable? Um, well, I can I, – I don't know that I have one favorite, but I can actually think of three that okay. I love. Okay. So the first one probably is the scallop leotard I did for UCLA. Um, and just because it's just unique and different. Is that um, one of the ones that they still wear today? Yes, yes. Okay. okay. All three of these are pretty timeless, I think. Um, mm-hmm. They still hold up in today's today's world. Is the scallop um, one like the one they do there that's like the pink meat one that's mostly just blue yeah. but has a little bit of pink? Yes, the pink Leo. Cool. I love okay. that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, the rhinestone design on it, I think, is unique. It reminds me of icicles, um, and the cutouts around the neck um, mm-hmm. are different. I don't believe anyone else is doing anything like that. Cool. And the other leotard is the bustier leotard that UCLA wore, um, and that was a totally unique design as well. Um, and it was inspired, actually, by a magazine cover. Oh, cool. And and the third one, oh, what was the third one? <laughs> <laughs> I know you've made so many. It's like, I know when I come home and I go into the office and stuff and I see your collection of leotards, there's so many I haven't even seen that it's so hard to pick, you know, like what I would think would be my favorite if I were still competing today. <laughs> right. 
And, and, you know, my favorites off, you know, they'll, it'll change, you know, so one minute I'll love one leotard and, um, the next minute it'll be something new, possibly that I just created. And it's like, oh, this turned out great. Yeah. So, mm hmm. Yeah. Like the stuff that you see, like competes in that, that gray one that you did last year for them is so awesome because, well, A, I think the gray is so unique and unexpected. I mean, it doesn't, you know, I think the criticism on it is that gray doesn't, you know, make you think UCLA, but, um, it definitely was memorable. And I think because it's so memorable and so unique, it, that makes you think UCLA. And so that was really cool. And, and again, you know, like a lot of your designs, it was really different. Nobody's doing anything like that. So, um, that was also, I think just goes to show all the talent you have in the design space. Oh, uh, thanks. Well, <laughs> Well, a lot of times too, it's a, you know, when I would do the leotards for UCLA, um, it's a collaboration. Yeah. And definitely Val will, um, come up with something that she likes. And, um, for instance, she was the one who wanted the gray. Uh-huh. So that's why it was done in gray. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. that was smart. You know, like I said, I think it brings, even though it's not directly, you know, the school colors, it makes it memorable because it's different. Right, right. And we always we always go for different and I definitely always try to push the edge. Oh yeah, the third leotard I was thinking of um that I love is the lace leotard because Oh yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And it has no seams up at the shoulder or the um or the armholes. So that's what's you know, it's subtly very unique as well. Uh-huh. So does that help make it fit better, you think, or just it's um creates a different effect in the line when the gymnast is moving or what does that you know do for the leotard well actually creating that leotard was quite a challenge and um i did run in there often for fittings that year Uh but um i think it just adds a smooth line you know and does not take away from the lace right um uh and so you get like the entire design of the uh, Leo, you that's know, gets cool. to come through. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. So along those lines, how do you come up with your designs, and and what inspires you? Um. Well, actually, all kinds of things inspire me. Um. Sometimes it's a rainfall, and that inspires a crystal design. Uh-huh. Um. Uh. Fashion inspires me. You know, I look at a lot of magazines. Um, and not all fashion magazines. Some of them are just, you know, like LA magazine or something. Yeah, bizarre. I know you. I mean, being your daughter and bringing a unique perspective to this interview. I mean, I know you're, um, a little obsessed with architecture and architectural digest and stuff too. So do you find that, you know, by looking at homes and, uh, interior design and things like that also inspire you or is that a little bit of a stretch? Well, no, architecture inspires me, um, because I love, I love architecture. Um, you know, interior design, not as it's much. a little, not as much. It's a little hard to, to pull from. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, different lines and different buildings and art deco and, um, different things. Yes, like the art deco leotard, which I have names for them all. Um, yeah, that was probably, <laughs> inspired by maybe the Chrysler building or 
Yeah. Something along those lines. But, um, and also store windows. And if I see something really unique, you know, I'll take out my cell phone and take a picture and, and, um, or I'll pull pages from magazines and then I'll just tape it all up on my wall uh-huh. and look at them <laughs> nice, until nice. I come up with something. Like mm-hmm. a mood board or something, kind of. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of, kind of. Or cool. in my phone. Right, uh-huh. right, 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 right. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, so going back more to gymnastics a little bit, you know, having been involved with the sport since I was three, clearly I'm sure you have opinions. Uh, do you have a favorite event? I love floor. Okay. Um, just because I, I think it has, to me, you know, it has the most artistry, like a mm-hmm. great floor routine with great music. I mean, there's nothing better to watch. And, the, and then actually, I think beam, um, actually, um, a, a really good beam routine has that type of artistry as well. Oh, that's I mean, so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to uh-huh. say, well, floor was, is also my favorite. Obviously it was my best event, but, um, and, and I like the, balance between you know the power of tumbling and the artistry of the dance so it just brings a really cool juxtaposition of the two but beam is by far my least favorite wasn't my you know I was always afraid of beam and then as a judge like I don't I don't like judging beam either because I find it really slow so you know like um interestingly Uh, bars is like my favorite event to judge which definitely was not one of my best events either so (laughs) Bars was actually, actually, bars was your first nine. So, and, and I love bars as well because you really, you know, to watch the girls like uh, fly through the air basically and catch a bar again, it's very acrobatic. Uh huh. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, the releases that people are doing these days just like, um, keep getting bigger and bigger. It's really, it's, I mean, that's one of the things that I think is really fun to watch on Instagram is like the progression of these kids on bars and learning like the Shapashas and their Chikachas and Jaegers and like not even just getting them, but then like perfecting them and like, man, can these kids fly? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, there's nothing like a good routine in, in any of the events, you know? I mean, even like a, a, an amazing vault. Some vault goes by yeah. just so fast. Yeah. But, you know, when someone hits an amazing ball, you just go, whoa. Yeah. And it's, you know, all power. So, yeah, I, 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 I kind of, I like all four events. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, that's, you know, we're, we're like super fans of the sport. It's hard. <laughs> it is. So, um, thinking back, you know, and, and maybe not thinking back that far, but, um, do you have like a best, you know, we've been involved with the sport for so long now. Do you have a best memory about the sport? Um, well, I love, I love probably the first year, yeah, UCLA was wearing our leotards and they won NCAA national championships. Um, that's pretty memorable. Yeah, that's a great it memory. Was, <laughs> yeah, that was a great memory. Uh huh. It was great being there and seeing it and being part of it. And it's like, wow, they're wearing our leotards. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sure that so, doesn't get old. <laughs> no, that never gets old. <laughs> um, so what's it like to work with UCLA? Uh, incredible. Incredible. Yeah. I just like the coaching staff, the entire staff there is just, um, they're amazing. And the girls, the girls are incredible. They are the most well-rounded, um, 
just beautiful young women and sweet. Um, it's like I go in there and I feel like I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> it's just incredible. It's, yeah. it's uplifting and inspiring. Yeah, that's cool. Do you think mm-hmm. that, um, is it harder to, you know, do you think it's harder to design for them because there's, you know, because the caliber of the gymnastics, they're performing at such a high level, you're dressing such, you know, top-notch athletes. Um, like, do you think about it differently than you do other clubs and stuff that you design for? Um, not really. Actually, I love making their leotards. Um, and, and, and if there's probably an ease I have about it just because I'm, I'm comfortable at this point. Um, I love, I adore, um, working with Coach Val, um, just the high level of what is expected just brings me to a higher level, I think. Uh-huh. Of, of what I can do. I mean, there's just something about, there's just something about working with Coach Val that is all inspiring. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a really great positive energy when you go in there. And so I, I always leave meeting feeling totally inspired and go back to my, to my, cutting tables and start drawing immediately before I lose that little edge. And then, um, and then there's, there's pressure there, but there's no pressure there because we keep going back and tweaking and tweaking and tweaking until of course, then the very last minute. And that's where all the pressure happens, getting them done. But, um... <laughs> right. Yeah. I, and I know that's stressful for all these teams. It's like, you know, everybody, I don't think people realize how much goes into getting the design right and, how much time that takes before then you even get started cutting the leotards and, you know, processing the order and, you know, just there's a lot of time that it's a long process. Oh, it's a long process. And then of course, nothing we do is simple. Right. (laughs) And so, and, and, um, you know, I'm a perfectionist and the girls that work for me have become perfectionists and I sit there going, no, don't spend so much time on that. You know, just, (laughs) we gotta go faster. (laughs) Right, right, because everybody's on a deadline. (laughs) Right, everyone's on a deadline and it's like, oh, but do we need to move this rhinestone over this much? And I'm like, no, leave it. (laughs) Nice, nice. Well, it definitely shows, I mean, the quality of your leotards is far none and, and I think, um, that's part of one of the things that people really, you know, value in your work is that you put so much effort into the uh, quality um, in addition to the comfort. But, you know, your quality is really superb. Well, we we always work on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it shows. And so, we don't compromise. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the other things um, I want to talk about, because you've been in the sport for so long, is – and I know there was a little bit of a segment done just before the, the Olympics in Rio uh, two years ago. Um, is the history of leotards, you know, you've, your, your styles, your fabrics, your design choices have certainly evolved over the 25 years you've been doing this. Where, you know, can you talk to the history of leotards a little bit and give us your insight um, on well- that? Well, I think the technology of the fabric has just improved over the years. Um, just like better um, stretch? Oh, yeah. I mean, everything we do has a four-way stretch. We use top-of-the-line fabrics. Um, 
but that quality and technology with, you know, like there's all kinds of wicking fabrics available. Um, a lot of fabrics today um, are digitally dyed, um, which is actually not my favorite because right. I, I, I do prefer the, the, um, the web print, you know, method better. It just seeps through all the fibers and gives you a richer, just a richer color. Uh-huh. But, but in the, in the digital world, the technology for that just continues to improve. Right. And, and there's a lot that can be done with that. And so it's made it desirable. But of course it adds time. Yeah. And it adds money. <laughs> you know, but, um, but that's a, a huge trend today. Um, right. Digitally, digital fabrics. Um, yeah, I think also a lot of your competitors st- actually do. You know, I think there are a couple people that had some really unique prints for Christmas and stuff that were definitely digitally done. Um, right. I don't think you could create it any other way, but, um, they were cute, but it's different for sure. Right, right. And so that's a big trend today. And, um, and also, you know, when I started all the crystals and all that, that, that was not part of it. Um, right. It wasn't about, you know, so the, the designs have become more complex because, I mean, what do you do? I mean, I'm just, you know, just like I'm always competing with myself. So I come out with one and it's like, oh my God, well, what am I going to do next? And, you know, how am I going to beat this one? So you're always trying to, to improve upon yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then, you know, stuff becomes more complex and takes longer to make. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, and it's, and like ice skating, you know, ice skating has had crystals and hand sewn, um, beads and things of that nature for a long time. And gymnastic leotards have become a little more like that. Like rhythmic um, also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, rhythmic, you know, and they tell a story. Right. So, so I would say that that's a big change. Uh-huh. I mean, I think originally the leotard was really just to show off like, uh, like in the Olympics for sure, to show off the emblem of the countries competing. Right. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. And what so, about, you know, like velvet was really big in the 90s. Do you think that I mean, anybody's going to go back to velvet ever or is that done? I think I hope it's done. Um, <laughs> well, certainly um, crushed velvet. <laughs> well, I don't know. They keep saying crushed velvet is coming back, but I, I think velvet um well, I think when you're totally in shape, um Velvet actually hides like all those great muscles. Um, uh-huh. It's also, I think, a little hotter to wear. And right. what was so good about the velvet in the '90s, and it was made the best velvet was made by a company called Guilford Mills, and it was it was done on um, actually lycra is a knit, so it's a woven fabric. It's done on a loom, um, but Guilford had a unique loom for it. It was a a circular loom and to produce the really great stretchy stuff that was um, originally out there in the nineties. Um, there was a lot of waste involved. And, mm. and so the quality available of the velvet does not typically have the stretch that it did when it first came out in the nineties. And gymnastics is a relatively small niche compared to the rest of whomever um, is buying fabric in yeah. fashion. Yeah. 
Um, so then the mills aren't going to go to the effort, the extra effort to make the really, I mean, it's nice velvet, but it doesn't have the stretch. Right. So, so that's when I stopped using velvet. Got it. Yeah. That stretch is important. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just lacked, it lacked the great stretch, you know, it was okay for like uh, an accent, right? but, um, it has to stretch in all directions. I don't think yeah. there's another sport that that requires the movement in fabric that gymnastics does. Right. Well, maybe swimming, but they're not wearing velvet. Well, not even. You know, they're not they're not flipping and pounding, and you know, they're they're diving and swimming, but um, right. They require other technology and stuff to sort of break through the water and like help with speed. Exactly. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right, and then rhythmic and, and ice skating are, there's so much more of a performance factor there, and they're not doing bars or anything like that where you have to worry about stuff rubbing against the equipment in any way. Or even, or even, or even vaulting, you know? <laughs> I mean, you know. Right, right. And the tumbling, the tumbling that the artistic gymnasts do, um, you know, it, it you want to have like a stretch and range of motion and stuff. A range of motion, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Awesome. So comfort is key. Right. Comfort. Yep. For sure. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm definitely jealous. I feel like, uh, you invented, or you invented, but you started making this spaghetti strap style leotards after I was a gymnast. And, um, fortunately I still dance. And so every now and again, I'm brave enough to put on a leotard, but, um, <laughs> I missed, you know, those spaghetti strap leotards are so comfortable and I wish I had, <laughs> that that was a style that existed when I was still doing gymnastics. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, the whole bra thing, you know, girls, you right. know, it was like. Um, well, even the bras really, have evolved too, you know. Right, and the the bras then have become part of the fashion. So, uh-huh. you know, if you have a really cute bra and it's showing, it's not, a, it's it's just part of the fashion. But there's even like spaghetti strap sports bras now too that would work. Right. Yeah. Right. Cool. Well, um, we're getting close to the end here. I wanted to ask you, you know, so can you just give us a little insight into like things you like to do outside of gymnastics? <laughs> and <work>? oh. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like I don't do anything outside of gymnastics and work. <laughs> um, what do I like? Well, I go, I like to go out to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're based in LA. Do you have a favorite restaurant in LA that if any of our listeners, you know, would want to check out? Oh, I love oh, I love the Fig and Olive. Yeah. Um, I'd say that is currently my favorite restaurant. Awesome. But they have that uh-huh. here in New York City too. So anybody in New York City, you know, you can hit up Fig and Olive, <laughs> whether you're in <laughs> LA or New York. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, the atmosphere. I it's very well. The one in LA is very California. I I love it, and the food's always delicious. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's nice. And um, um, I like to bake, although uh-huh. I I don't bake because then I eat what I bake, and I don't want to get fat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make anything for the holidays this year? Did you do like the lemon bars or anything like that? No, 
No. Uh, one year I, I have a Meyer lemon tree that is pretty prolific. And one year I tried to, uh, to use every lemon on the lemon tree and, um, all it did was make, make us fat. I made lemon cake and lemon cookies and lemon pancakes and mostly desserts. <laughs> yeah. I remember you sending me those pictures and being like, okay, I wish I was home in California right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have been trying not to do that so much. And, um, Actually, I'm a little obsessed with fixing up my house uh-huh. um, and and renovating. So nice. um, I love interior design as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, what's your next what's your next project on the house? <laughs> um, well, I would love to do the back room. Um, that's the entertainment room, um, but it's Dad's room. And so, <laughs> so it's a little off limits. <laughs> well, you know, it will take a lot of going through before I can actually get to that room. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> okay. And I wanted to ask what, when you hear the, the phrase life in a Leo, what does that make you think of? It actually makes me think of you when you were a little girl because you Aww. always wore a Leo. <laughs> um, <laughs> always, you know, you always had a leotard under whatever piece of clothing you were wearing. And, <laughs> and I recently came upon a picture um, where you're in a leotard and a hard hat. Daniel's looking on <laughs> your brother. <laughs> and you're sawing away at a piece of wood or something. <laughs> And you're in this like little turquoise and yellow leotard. <laughs> nice, nice. We'll have to yes. upload these pictures and add them to the show notes so people can get a little sense of <laughs> so lemon you, desserts and me in a leotard. <laughs> yes, you definitely lived in a Leo. <laughs> awesome. And do you have any final thoughts or any questions you want to ask if you know to our audience if anybody uh, can provide some feedback for you on anything? Um, just, just, I love getting feedback, um, positive, positive or negative, you know, it's, it's constructive. Um, and uh, I just want to say, uh, thank you for the interview. Yeah, this was awesome. Well, I'm so glad you got to be my first interview. I think this went really, really well. And I can't wait. We've got, um, a bunch of really cool people lined up. Um, so, I look forward to seeing where this takes us and and what we can do with this show. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Okay. Okay, you're welcome. I'll Thanks. talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. <All right. laughs> Bye. This next segment is inspired by Sam Sanders, who's got one of my favorite podcasts out there right now. It's called It's Been a Minute. So if you're a podcast junkie and want to listen to something good, check it out. It's on NPR. So, like I said, this segment was, was uh, inspired by him. Every week, we want to encourage our community to share the best things happening at the gym and or at a meet this week. We want you to bring, um, bring your best. You know, did you make it to the top of the rope? Did you learn your kip? Did you get your best floor score? Whatever it is that you want to brag about, we want to hear it. Think of this as your way to ring the bell with gymnasts around the world. So... If you want to share, please email me a voice memo at Rebecca at leotard.com. And we can't wait to hear what's going on around the world in gymnastics and what things you guys are learning and want to share. 
I'm Maddie. I'm 13 years old from New South Wales, Australia. I go to gymnastics three times a week and I love it so much. I've improved so much over this past month and I'm here to brag all about it. I have gotten numerous skills and I'm so proud of myself. I've gotten my back handspring back layout step out on floor, my cartwheel back layout step out on floor, my round off back handspring back layout on floor, my back walk over on beam, my souk on vault into the pit, and my round off back handsprings have improved so much. I also got my round off back handspring back layout half on tramp, my hiccup on bar, my solar circle on bar, and my giants on metal bar. I am so happy with my progress at gymnastics and I hope to keep improving. Jumping in the pit. So first we went to training camp, which was at Balacroly's ranch and was so cool. Then we got Topich layout super good and we could go into the pit to try Topich fulls. The same day we also got um, high press and it was so much fun. Okay, so the best thing that happened to me at gym this week was that I got to choreograph a girl's floor routine. This was really special for her since this was her first optional routine and really special for me since I got to choreograph my first routine ever. Through this experience, I not only learned a lot about myself, but also had tons of fun with her in the routine. We did it. We made it through our first show. Thanks to Maddie, Carla, Katie B, and Katie G for sharing the best things that happened in the gym last week. Um, we can't wait to continue this podcast, Life in a Leo. We want to hear what it means to you. We want to celebrate all things gymnastics. Definitely email us again, the best things going on in the gym this week or at a meet, Rebecca at leotard.com. And if you have ideas for guests that you want to hear us interview, questions you want answered, you know, again, just email email me, Rebecca at leotard.com, or you can find us at leotard.com or on Instagram at Rebecca's Mom Leo. Uh, this has been great. Thanks so much for all your support, and we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Don't forget to go out there, shine bright, and point your toes.